Real Catch-Up. Committed to real estate with a positive impact. Hi, welcome to Real Catch-Up, the podcast from BNP Paribas Real Estate. I'm Marie Pourchet and I'm here to take you on a journey into the future of real estate. The world around us is constantly changing and so are the cities we live in. They're facing a number of extraordinary challenges and as a key player in the real estate industry, BNP Paribas Real Estate understands the ways moving around, interacting and living in cities can affect their populations. Today I'm welcoming Oliva Wiesel, Director of European Logistics and Industrial Advisory. Hello Oliva, could you please introduce yourself and explain your role? Hi. Good morning. Thank you, Marie, for having me uh, in this podcast. So, yes, my name is Oliver Wissel. I'm based in Berlin. And uh, the role of our national logistics teams is to help our clients finding warehouses to lease or to let or plots to buy or to sell. And I'm coordinating activities if our clients need our support in more than one country or have an international approach. Logistics are more and more included in our environment and in citizens' daily life. What are the challenges urban logistics are currently facing? Yes, uh, the challenge is that uh, e-commerce is developing as one development in the last 10 years. Work stuff, uh, is a, a scarcity is a, is a development and uh, the COVID crisis was for sure a boost for this uh, development. And uh, more and more logistics space uh, is uh, is taken. And over the uh, last few decades, the trend for building houses and offices within the uh, cities has pushed logistics activities further out of the city centers. So you have the logistics centers outside uh, the urban uh, regions, but uh, you have the customers uh, there in the city Now, with the new expectations around new urban logistics like fast food delivery, beverage deliveries, uh, the activity is returning into the city center and, uh, yeah, it's becoming part of the ecosystem. And, uh, yes, the urban logistics has to be uh, integrated into the cities in a way that makes it an integral part of how cities run. So some conflicts uh, appear like noise pollution, traffic jams of uh, small trucks. Um, yeah, these are challenges uh, we have to face. So what solutions do we have to create and co-create with municipalities and investors? So uh, for sure, not every area is, uh, is um, usable for office developments or for uh, retail developments. And uh, we have Yeah, uh, empty retail shops in uh, B or uh, C locations, and this can be transferred into small uh, logistics hubs. Uh, we can go, uh, for example, in um, yeah, in multi-store buildings. Uh, for ex uh, for example, the challenge is to integrate logistics in the city. So there are different discussions to integrate it in shopping centers, uh, for ex uh, for example. And one trend out of COVID and uh, the corona crisis, which was boosted, is, uh, for example, uh, fast food delivery services. And uh, there, where you can order food and um, daily goods in 10 to 20 minutes. And uh, therefore, they need to have locations 
very close to their customers. So uh, this is a, has a positive effect because you have empty retail spaces in B or C locations, which are no, no longer attractive for retail companies. You have uh, ground floor uh, areas and property buildi- buildings, and they can be uh, transferred to small uh, logistic hubs. And uh, one thing also is, uh, yeah, the challenge is uh, to avoid conflicts because uh, you see it in every city that you have some traffic jams of delivery trucks and uh, the change is, uh, yeah, the, the alternative is, for example, also to use cargo bikes or private cars or also that some companies uh, share the space on trucks. As Oliver is talking about solutions, I'm wondering if vertical buildings could be a solution to make space for urban logistics. After all, vertical logistics buildings have become a logical way of reducing the space occupied by this asset class. A new global objective put in place to reduce artificialized land, right Oliver? It's a trend we know from Asia, for example, and uh, we have some examples also in cities like Paris or Hamburg, where uh, developers build multi-story logistics buildings. The challenge with logistics is that you not only need the warehouse space, you also need the open space for the trucks and uh, transport goods. And if you have, for example, a 10,000 square meter warehouse in the city for fast food deliveries or beverages, uh, you need to have space for 100 to 150 small delivery trucks. So this is a challenge and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a kind of uh, yeah, mix of different companies as may be possible where you have, uh, including a ground floor with a high ceilings for, for big logistics companies and uh, smaller logistics companies, last mile companies and uh, small production companies above. It's, it's good to section up this space for these small and medium-sized companies. As we said at the beginning of this podcast, e-commerce has experienced an unprecedented rise. How does it affect the logistics organization? So market fund- fundamentals are he- healthy. Uh, we have a high demand and a quite low vacancy rates in most of the European logistics market. This is underpinned by a return of the economic growth after the corona crisis. Unfortunately and sadly, this is disturbed by this terrible war in the Ukraine. Uh, since a few weeks, um, we see a reduced shopping behavior of consumers because um, they, uh, the situation because of the war is uncertain. So they um, have, they save their money for consume and uh, yeah, but on the other hand, uh, companies need space to stock their goods. Investment is setting new records, gaining share on other assets. Prime yields are still compressing. In some markets, we are already below 3%. And this leads also to aggressive pricing on prime products. 25% of investment in Europe flows into logistics properties. The occupier market broke new records by a volume of transactions in 2021, increasing by 29% in the six biggest European countries. 
Tight demand and supply balance means rental pressures building. COVID-19 accelerated the shift to e-commerce, which I already mentioned, and put the spotlight on supply chains. Shoppers uh, turned to internet sales, which also gave a big boost on e-commerce because uh, shops have been closed through lockouts and traditional retailers developed internet solutions for the customers. Will the way logistics is organized have to change in response to supply chain disruption? Yeah, companies may establish dedicated logistic networks that minimize distribution costs and move goods faster. The need to optimize the supply chain remains a strong driver for future take-up of logistics space, particularly at local and regional levels. The corona crisis forced companies to onshore part of their manufacturing processes. This is also one thing that we saw and will see in the upcoming months because of the Ukrainian war. As such, we see increased long-term demand for industrial space as a base for manufacturing, altering the nature of some of the space required. Basically, what you're saying, Oliva, is that working for BNP Paribas Real Estate means always being one step ahead, right? Yes, of course. It's important always to think about the future because we want to support our clients. We need to know the needs of today, but also we have to think about what's going on in three, five or ten years. In the today's crisis, COVID-19, climate change and the Ukrainian war, for sure no one can predict the future, but we can prepare for it. Well, as Oliva said, there are still a lot of projects to create, imagine and build. Stay tuned for the next episode of Real Catch-Up. Until then, please open your eyes, ears and mind to the changes within the real estate sector and the city of tomorrow. Real Catch-Up. Committed to real estate with a positive impact. 